Hi, we're here from Curiosity.com to help you get smarter in just a few minutes. I'm Cody Goff. And I'm Ashley Hamer. Today, you'll learn about why wireless signals are completely banned from a small town in West Virginia, why fish stinks but chicken doesn't, and how to find out if you have a healthy personality. Let's satisfy some curiosity. If you've ever wanted to just get away from it all, then have I got the place for you. There is a town in the U.S. where wireless signals are banned completely. No internet, no cell phones. Talk about a place where you can log off for a while. Sounds like the perfect vacation spot to me, honestly. I don't know, man. I need my social media. I don't. (laughs) And by the way, there's a great profile of this town that I'm about to talk about in a Werner Herzog film from 2016 called Lo and Behold. It's a documentary about the past, present, and future of the internet and how it affects human interaction in modern society. And I, I personally recommend it. Not a curiosity official recommendation, but I thought it was fantastic. I'll have to check it out. But in case you didn't catch that film, here's the scoop on the town of Green Bank, West Virginia. It sits right in the middle of the National Radio Quiet Zone, which is a region spanning 13,000 square miles, or 34,000 square kilometers. It's an area where earthly signals are muted, so cosmic signals can be heard. And it's been that way since 1958. These days, the tiny town is where you'll find the largest steerable radio telescope in the world— Large as in 2.3 acres, or about one hectare. And it's taller than the Statue of Liberty. Green Bank is also where you'll not find a long list of things that might interfere with the telescope, including a baby monitor, or an automatic garage door, or a microwave, or a wireless doorbell. After all, the telescope is sensitive to changes as small as a billionth of a billionth of a millionth of a watt. That's the energy of a single snowflake reaching the ground. That means almost any kind of electrical device can overwhelm that system. It can be disrupted by a spark given off from a vacuum cleaner or the spark plugs of gas-powered vehicles. But the telescope can track very small changes across the vastness of space, like in 2018 when it identified organic molecules permeating interstellar space. And there's another big benefit— Green Bank has become something of a mecca for people suffering from symptoms of electromagnetic hypersensitivity, or EHS. It's a condition where wireless signals cause symptoms like skin rashes, upset stomachs, dizziness, and heart palpitations. Although, to be clear, doctors don't all agree that the condition is real. Some say it's psychosomatic or all in the patient's head. Whether it's real or not, though, Green Bank is definitely the place you want to be if you think you have it. Although, I can't promise you'll be able to come across our podcast very easily. Picture this. You're at work, walking by your kitchen, and it hits you. It only takes a couple seconds. You know, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that one of your coworkers is using the microwave to heat up fish. Why couldn't it be chicken? Actually, here's a better question. How come fish stinks, but chicken doesn't? Here's the science, along with how you can neutralize the smell the next time you bring last night's leftover tilapia into work. Or the next time your coworker does. Guilty as charged. (laughs) All living cells are full of different types of enzymes, which trigger the chemical reactions that keep the animal living. That includes the reactions that break down old cells to leave room for new ones. Animals of all types, including humans, are also full of bacteria, which help break down certain chemicals and produce others. While animals are alive, all of their biological processes keep these functions in a delicate balance. And those functions don't stop when an animal's killed. 
enzymes keep on breaking down cells and bacteria go on reproducing. But now they don't have a living, breathing biological organism to keep things in check. Luckily, cold temperatures make chemical reactions slow down, which is why it's super important to keep meat and seafood in the fridge. The fridge slows down bacterial growth and enzyme activity, which is why we use refrigerators and freezers to keep our food fresh. Now, here's where smell comes in. Chickens and cows are warm-blooded creatures with bodies to match, so putting their meat in the fridge slows their biological processes considerably. Fish, on the other hand, are cold-blooded creatures that live in water temperatures that aren't much different than your refrigerator. So fish-related enzyme action will happen just as easily in your fridge or in the grocery store as it would in water. And those fish contain high levels of a chemical that bacteria breaks down into trimethylamine, or TMA. TMA smells. And that breakdown happens slowly at first, but it speeds up over the course of a few days, which is why you need to cook fish so soon after you buy it. The FDA recommends two days, by the way. As for the smell... If your fish is fresh enough to cook, but you can't get over that fishy odor, then try to soak the fish in milk for 20 minutes. The casein in the milk will blend with those fishy smelling compounds and draw them out of the flesh. Or for a quicker fix, just spritz some lemon juice over the filet. The acids will neutralize the smell and you'll be left with a citrusy seafood dish. And hey, you can always bring lemon juice into work as a gift for your coworker who seems to have seafood leftovers for lunch every day. Cody, they're not leftovers. They're meal prep. Oh. It's very official. I pack them on purpose. Yeah, well, when there's TMA, my nose is getting TMI. That's a good one. Is it? (laughs) (laughs) Today's episode is sponsored by First Alert. There are three things every homeowner wants their home to be. Smarter, safer, and more fun. What if I told you one link by First Alert can cover all three of those things? First, meet your family's new best friend, the One Link Safe and Sound. It's a hardwired smart smoke and carbon monoxide alarm with a premium home speaker. And it's Alexa enabled, all in one sleek device. It's built with First Alert safety technology and provides an immersive, great sound experience. The safe and sound elevates any home. But it gets even better than that. OneLink by First Alert also offers the OneLink smart smoke and carbon monoxide alarm that works with the OneLink safe and sound. The device is easy to install and protects against both smoke and carbon monoxide. If smoke or CO is detected in the home, the smart alarm will notify you using exclusive voice and location technology and send a notification to your smartphone, whether you're at home or away. A smart home should start with smart protection, and OneLink by First Alert welcomes you to a smarter, safer home. For more information, visit onelink.firstalert.com. One more time, that's onelink.firstalert.com. You know the big five personality traits we've talked about before? It's also known as the five-factor model, and researchers mostly use the five traits to define personality disorders. Well, in a recent study, a team of researchers set out to do the opposite and define personality orders. Okay, so that's not a real phrase, but they did set out to use the big five to define a psychologically healthy person. So instead of the disorders, doing the healthy part. And they made a quiz you can take to figure out if you have a quote-unquote healthy personality. Here's a little background. First off, to remember the big five personality traits, remember the acronym OCEAN. It stands for openness, conscientiousness, extroversion, agreeableness, and neuroticism. The researchers asked 100 experts in big five research to outline a healthy big five personality, and then they compiled the estimates into what they call a consensus profile. The consensus profile ultimately involved high openness to feelings, which is a subtrait of openness, 
high competence, which is a subtrait of conscientiousness, and high warmth and positive emotions, which are subtraits of extroversion. It also scored low on angry hostility, which is a subtrait of neuroticism. The researchers tested their consensus profile on a group of roughly 3,000 people, and they found it did correspond with other established measures of psychological health. So, now's your chance to see how healthy your personality is. There's a quiz from psychology researcher Scott Barry Kaufman with 20 statements you rate on a five-item Likert scale, as in responses ranging from strongly agree to strongly disagree. And you can find a link to that quiz in our full write-up on this, which you can read for free on Curiosity.com and on our free Curiosity app for Android and iOS. And Ashley and I both took it as well. So to wrap up, let's talk about how we did. Do you have a healthy personality? Yeah, I think so. What was, uh, what was your score? <laughs> Do you want me to go first? Yeah. I got a total score of 81. And I was told that overall, I am likely to have a very healthy personality. So, of course, this is an online quiz. You, you can't take it as like a real psychological diagnosis. But I'm likely to have a healthy personality. And I'm told to basically keep doing what I'm doing and that if I do that, I will be likely to continue to live with an abundance of psychological health, healthy self-esteem, good self-regulatory skills, optimistic outlook on the world, and a clear and stable self-view. Not sure I agree with all those things. (laughs) I mean, this isn't a competition, but uh, I got three points more than you. Oh, you got 84. I got 84. Mm. And uh, pretty much my description was the same as yours. Well, there we go. You're listening to a podcast hosted by two people with relatively healthy personalities. We're just the healthiest, really. I definitely know of podcasts that are hosted by psychopaths. So (laughs) For sure. (laughs) Read about today's stories and more on Curiosity.com. Join us again tomorrow for the award-winning Curiosity Daily and learn something new in just a few minutes. I'm Cody Goff. And I'm Ashley Hamer. Stay curious. On the Westwood One Podcast Network.